Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts thanks for listening to the doug gottlieb show podcast Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Man, there's so much good stuff from the weekend. Welcome in. We're broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome in. Hope you're great. Hope you're great. Uh, 
So every year in the offseason, we celebrate free agent acquisitions of some sort or other, right? That's what we do. We, some form or other, what we do is we, we find, oh, man, I love that. I love that. I love that. And, and, and what we think of, and I, I do wish that the rest of life was the way we look at free agent signings. We always think of the best possible scenario, right? Now, whether it's a trade or a free agency sign, whatever. I mean, the truth is that Devontae Adams and Russell Wilson are, are no real different than Matt Ryan, not just because they're traded, but those are basically free agent acquisitions. It's basically the same thing, you know? I mean, Devontae Adams wasn't a free, he was a free agent, but they could have franchise tagged him. They offered him a deal. It supposedly took less money to, to go to the Raiders. And they, you know, th- that's how that went down. The, the same thing, Russell Wilson was traded. Okay, he was traded, but he got a new contract. A new contract was part of the prerequisite if you want to trade for Russell Wilson. So when he gets the new contract, it's essentially a free agent. Matt Ryan traded. Okay, so it's the same kind of hit rate. And what happens is when these guys are traded generally, not everybody, but generally we look at it as what's the best possible scenario, right? I mean, even when, and I know this is basketball, even when Russell Westbrook was traded to the Lakers, you're like, man, they got a big three, they're back. We don't, we don't necessarily talk about, well, what happens if it goes bad? Devontae Adams goes to the Raiders and it's been okay. But when he was traded to the Raiders or when when he signs with the Raiders and gets all that money, all anybody can say is, man, last year they made the playoffs, didn't have Devontae Adams. Now they do have Devontae Adams. That's going to work. He's got a great relationship with uh, with his quarterback. Um, he's going to be happy. They need a star wide receiver. Blah, 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 blah. Best possible scenario. Matt Ryan got benched today. And why was he, he wanted out of Atlanta because they were kicking the tires into Sean Watson and they clearly knew his best days were behind him. So they trade him to the Indianapolis Colts who they've been through the whole gamut of quarterbacks trying to replace Andrew Luck. And even though most of us are like, isn't he washed? We still gave him the benefit of the doubt of, well, you know, Frank Reich's a former quarterback, kind of a quarterback guru. He's got good enough players. All you got to be is decent, and there you go. Well, apparently, Matt Ryan to this point hasn't been decent. He's a statue back there. He was never a lith in terms of his movement. But, man, Matt Ryan being benched on October 24th is a little bit sooner than any of us thought would happen. So Sam Ellinger is going to start, of course, the Texas legend. And and I also think that that gets us to this idea where, you know, I, I almost think if you describe the NFL season to date, you'd say dark is light, day is night. That's the end. Would you ever in your in your wildest dreams think Sam Ellinger would be asked to replace Matt Ryan early on in the season? No. The Giants would be five and one. Would you believe that? No. Look at the Jets wins. Would you believe that? No. Would you believe that Tom Brady is below 500, seven games in the season for the first time since 2002? That's 20 seasons. 
No, you wouldn't. Aaron Rodgers had never been in this situation. Dark is light, day is night. I'm, I'm struggling to find out the Giants are good, but they keep winning games, so maybe it doesn't matter. Uh, Byer, how was yesterday? A wild Sunday, but it did feel like most of the wild stuff was early. What was your show like? Um, well, we had the the late window where the Chiefs just uh, put it into overdrive in the second half and completely um, just left the Niners in the dust. It was actually pretty impressive to see because of all the hype that the Niners uh, were getting with the acquisition of Christian McCaffrey. And it actually started out like, oh, wow, this is something. And then Kansas City just stopped playing and was like, all right, enough of this junk and turned it on. So that was pretty impressive. Seahawks were were impressive, and the Broncos were what the Broncos were. That was kind of what our our late window was with Russell Wilson and without him. Um, they couldn't get anything going, and the the Jets win. But it was an, it was an interesting day because you had thought that the Buccaneers would have bounced back. Um, you thought that maybe the Colts had something going from what they did a week ago, and it was anything but. You know, Matt Ryan throws a pick six against the Titans. Guess what? They lost by nine. It's a pretty big deal when the team gets seven and you don't even get three in that scenario. You know, you could sit there and point to that play and be like, all right, well, that kind of cost us the game. And uh, and it did. And he has not been good. Um, okay, so as a Seahawk fan, if I were to tell you at this point in the season this is how they would have been playing, what would your reaction have been? Uh, shocked. Absolute, absolutely shocked. And there's this weird there's this weird feeling about it because it's a not smoke and mirrors. It's pretty legit with what they're doing, and uh, and now it's back to back games where their defense is is stood up. And also, Doug, the thought was we've got two, meaning the Seahawks, they've got two first round picks and they've got two second round picks. So now you're going to be able to to get some young talent, and one of those should be a high pick. You just thought that. Denver's was going to be the later one, and the Seahawks pick was going to be the one that was earlier. Now I think the Broncos pick could be like top five. Totally. Right now. totally. I was thinking about that myself. Like, remember, everybody said, well, you can't trade with Denver for picks because once they get Russell Wilson, they're going to be a, a good playoff team and the picks won't be valuable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was not the case. And so it's, so it's really almost the best of both worlds. Because the Seahawks continue to win, or can continue to win, and not that hurt themselves if the Broncos continue to lose when it comes to the draft. It's a great point. It's a great point. I mean, it's a stunning thing. It's not stunning that the Chargers are where they are because of the Chargers. It is stunning where Seattle is, and that Seattle suddenly become this offensive sure. juggernaut, right? That's the other thing was, like, you would say it was a fair critique of, of, uh, of well, what's it called? Russell, of... of of Pete Carroll that they were so conservative previously, you know, like, mm-hmm. all right, that's fair. They've been conservative previously and now they're not being conservative. Now they're letting, letting Gino cook, if you will. And, uh, they have the best offense in the league. If you would have told anybody they had the best offense in the league at that point in time, at, at this point in the season, you would have been laughed yeah. out of your, out of your, it would have been like, buyer, you're a homer. <laughs> Fire, you don't know. If I would have said it, like, God, if you're an idiot basketball guy, like, no, no, I kind of like Gino Smith here. Nope, you're an idiot. I know this may go in the weeds a little bit as well, but when you talk about this pick, if the Broncos continue to lose and it ends up being a top-five pick, the the really bad teams of the NFL right now will also be needing quarterbacks, and we expect it to be a very quarterback-rich draft with C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young expected to declare. Will Levis could be a top-ten pick. So, Doug, not only that – 
Now Geno Smith has answered the quarterbacking, maybe maybe not long-term, maybe they, maybe they still go quarterback, but it wouldn't be a necessity where maybe there's, you know, Will Anderson, all of a sudden you're sitting there because the Broncos were so bad and the first couple of teams take quarterbacks, you end up getting the top defensive player, maybe the top prospect in the draft. Like those- Totally agree. That's interesting, right? Yeah. Everybody goes quarterback, 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 and then you end up getting a another player who is probably a better prospect, just not a quarterback, and people are reaching for needs. It's 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 a really weird place for Seahawks fans for considering. I thought the Broncos win was going to be the highlight of the season. Quite frankly, I thought all right, it's all downhill I think, I think from most here. people did. You're like, yeah, all right. You, you beat Russell Wilson. Yep. You shut him up. Broncos country, let's ride. And then you have a little fun. And the rest of the year, we'll tank and we'll get a good draft pick and we'll start over. Yeah. They they, they were dominated by the 49ers the next week. So you're like, yep. okay. Yep. Played a tight game against the Falcons, which they lost at home. You're like, all right, well, Atlanta's really not that good. And they're, they're probably not great, but they were ran off the field by the Bengals yesterday. But, um, you know, Atlanta could be okay. And then all of a sudden you kind of see things turn around a little bit. And, yeah, here yeah, you are, four and three. Yeah, crazy, crazy stuff. Um, Okay, what about uh, Jay Stu, the Chargers? Like, we are kind of resigned to it. Like, oh, let me guess. Important players hurt? Sure. That's the Chargers. Let me guess. You, you, you take, you, you look very average and threaten to lose to teams that you're supposed to be better than? That's the Chargers. And now, you know, you trail the whole game to the Seahawks and you're just a mess. And now you have two, what feels definitely one season ender and JC Jackson. I'm not sure that hurts you, but the Mike Williams injury will hurt you. As a Charger fan, what'd you see? Um, yeah, I, I think I've just resigned to what this team is now. It kind of sucks seven weeks in because we had high hopes coming in. You and I both said at the beginning of the year that the only thing that can get in this team's way is for them to go charger. And that typically means that just crazy injuries start to happen. But I'm not I'm not really sold on this coaching staff. You know, the whole shininess of the Brandon Staley hire last year and how well-regarded that was, that's, that's worn off a lot. Joe Lombardi is, is uh, hasn't come up with too much uh, creative uh, call playing with his best receiver being out all season. I'm going to ask you this again: um, How can a six-six quarterback get balls batted down at least once a drive? I I, I thought like a Doug Flutie and Russell Wilson. I thought they dealt with those issues, but your six-six quarterback should not be getting balls batted down like he did yesterday against the Seahawks or last week. I know that speaks to the pressure that 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 Herbert's under right now, but it's just it it's frustrating. But at the same time, I'm kind of resigned to it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how he gets it bad down. It is a super like, isn't he super tall? How does that work? Uh, but it does happen. So he obviously has a lower release than he probably should. Uh, it it's so hard to watch. It's not, actually not fun to watch. Like I I was better off yesterday. I was just a better human being when I wasn't watching. Like. I'm just going to take the first quarter off. So I'm going to do. I'm going to take the first quarter off. And then I looked up at the score. I'm like, damn it. I'm recording it. I'm going to go back and watch it. And then, honestly, that's I, I just couldn't watch it live. Couldn't do it. Couldn't watch it live. Ramos, your turn. You want to bitch about your team at all? Well, the Rams were off yesterday. Yeah, had, so they had didn't a buy. So yeah. nothing really to be about. It's about them, so. Let's see how good they got the 49ers, the new look 49ers coming up uh, this Sunday. So we'll see what happens. Meanwhile, you got the Giants who are just uh, reveling in Brian Dable and the rebirth of Daniel Jones. Here's Dable on, on Daniel Jones. 
ready. There's, there's usually going to be stacked boxes, and it might be one or two. And you know, as long as we keep doing it, but with the added element of, I'd say, Daniel today, which what do you have over 100 yards, I think, and then threw for 200 or whatever. Yeah, I mean, played good again. Played, you know, really the way we need him to play. Um, I mean, the the Giants. I don't know how legit they are. I mean, they and the Eagles. You know, you, who you cross, who you play against is is important. But what a story the the Giants are. I mean, because they were, they kind of became laughingstock organization, and you know, you hire Brian Dable and, and you you try and you convince yourself, kind of like free agent signings, right? You convince yourself of all the good things. Well, look what he did in Buffalo. Look at look who he is. Look at the guys he's worked with. And you're like, all right, but it's Daniel Jones. He's not his guy. You know, star running backs coming off a bad knee injury. And they're not built for his style. And here they are, you know, the one loss on the season. Kind of crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. We got some Aaron Rodgers sound for you. We'll play for you. We got some other things. Like this is just a, you know, the NFL, the old uh, stat that everybody knows who covers it. Half the teams that make the playoffs one year don't make it the next year. It just would feel really weird that the half the teams that don't make the playoffs this year are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Green Bay Packers. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's welcome in John Middlecoff. He joins us, 3Now Podcast, here on the 3Now uh, Podcast, which you can download on the, the Volume Podcast Network. Um, man, there's a lot to get to, but let's start with the Packers. What's wrong there? Well, we've been talking about it now for a couple of weeks. That their offense is anemic. I mean, they're just not an explosive offense anymore. And, you know, in a weird way, they're playing with a lot of similar players. I guess they are missing MVS, who's now in the Chiefs, who caught a deep bomb. So they're missing a deep threat, and they <clears throat> they drafted the guy from North Dakota State who's been banged up. He's not playing. Uh, uh, no Devontae. They are just they can't consistently throw the ball. So when I know you're going to run it, and I, I can just stack the box. And plus, Bakhtiari's never coming back, it feels like. Uh, they're just not as good as we thought. I mean, they, they it's kind of crazy watching that game yesterday. Now, now part of it. You know, anytime you have, and we see this in football sometimes, right? Like Carson Wentz goes down, Heineke comes in, and it's not like he's a complete unknown. He's won games for them before. I thought Washington would kind of rally. Now, when you look up and you go, God, are the Packers really going to lose this game? And then Rodgers pulls the kind of play out of you-know-where and throws the touchdown to, to Jones. It was kind of a throwback play, but they just, they just don't have enough. And the last couple years when they had to have it, they could throw it to 17. And I vividly remember a game against the Niners where he hit a big play and they end up getting a game-winning field goal. And they just, <clears throat> I mean, they miss him immensely. There's just no way around it. No way around it at all. All right, can it be, can it be fixed with a late-season acquisition? Or, uh, yeah, can it be fixed with an acquisition? Yeah, I guess it could, but, you know, who are they trading for? I, you know, would they, I don't think the Panthers are giving anyone up. I also think if you're them, unless the deal is – is pretty incredible. Is it worth it for you? Like, what if you're just not good this year? You know, like what if that's just the case and you just kind of get to reset? Now you could argue when you're paying a guy fifty million dollars a year, yeah, you should no, not play like that. That, that, that would be my, that would be my, well. My argument would also be how many more years do you have of Aaron Rodgers? 
Yeah, it doesn't – I mean, he could retire at the end of the season, right? I mean, who knows with him. Uh, it, I, I wouldn't say he feels lifeless because he always – even when he's humming, you know, he doesn't – he's not Mr. Jump Up and Down. But he feels a little – and I, I don't totally blame him. I mean, look who he's throwing to. He just – I wouldn't say going through the motions. And part of it's when you lose. It's, it's never fun to lose. I mean, look at Brady. Uh, but it, it, something – you just watch him. He feels – and you and me lean on the side of, like, pro Aaron. I mean, as a player. I mean, he's one of the best players I've ever seen any sport ever. But he, something's just – maybe he knows. You know, it's a little, like, uh, little LeBron-ish. Yeah. Right? You just know your team sucks. But the difference is, like, LeBron, you put that thing together. You know, Rodgers, it's a little different as an NFL player. The, the juice you have. Now, he gained more, but he couldn't – what could he really do when Devontae wanted out? Because that's what happened. Devontae said, I'm not re-signing with you guys. Trade me. I mean, that was – they kind of had – they were in a tough spot on that one. I, I do understand. Like, I, I do defend them. Like, they didn't just randomly – like, the Chiefs chose to trade Tyreek Hill. Right? They, they could have paid him. He would have stayed. The, the Packers were told, like, I'm not playing another down for you guys. And just – and they knew him really well, and they knew he wasn't messing around. So they just took what they could get, and they obviously got a lot, but they drafted defensive players. Yeah, it's it, the whole thing is is weird on how it fell apart, but how some of it wasn't wasn't their fault. I do wonder if Aaron Rodgers is. It's not like he's he's enjoying being bad, but he might be enjoying being right. As this is, he grew up in the West Coast. This is not the West Coast, and he thinks the West Coast is the system. And maybe he thinks ultimately it'll come back to him. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I, I Yeah, I mean, I, I could see that. All right, what about Brady? How fixable is that situation? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it is. You know, listen, I, I understand Tom and Bruce butting heads and wanting basically, I mean, it's pretty clear Tom forced him out. Like, Bruce, I think he gets knocked sometimes because he's not like Andy Reid Belichick working 20 hours a week, or I mean a day. But Google's resume as a head coach. The dude has won a lot. And I, I like Todd Bowles, and he's clearly – you could probably argue he's the best defensive coordinator in the NFL. But there is a massive difference from being a D.C. and the head coach. And you, you saw this with the Jets, and he gets credit for this, like his even demeanor. But sometimes as a head coach, like – You need to rip into somebody. Yeah, and say what you want about Bruce Arians. He kind of kept everyone on eggshells, not necessarily Tom. Like, Tom doesn't need that, but the rest of the guys do. And I'm watching yesterday the Panthers, you know, they're playing with P.J. Walker busting off runs against that defense that I remember for the last couple years you weren't running against that defense. Like, what what is going on? And here's the other thing, Doug. Sometimes when you're a really good coordinator and you get elevated – well, even if you keep that role, like a Dennis Allen, like a Todd Bowles, and you keep calling the plays, Brandon Staley you know, is the head coach, defensive coordinator, it's impossible to do both really well. You know, unless you are very, very experienced, like an Andy Reid or a Belichick that you know, are 60-plus years old and been doing it for 40-plus years. A lot of these younger guys, and Todd's not necessarily younger, but we've seen now evidence that he just can't really handle both roles. But when you put him in the, the role where he isolates with not 53 guys, but, you know, 25 to 30 when you include the practice squad or whatever. He kicks your butt. So, and same thing with Dennis. Like, the Saints defense has been awesome the last couple of years, and they look like a kind of a lifeless bunch. You know why? Because in, in pro sports and just sports in general, being the head guy, especially in football when you have a massive staff, is very, very difficult. I mean, it, we just, it's a tried-and-true formula now. 
that at the highest level of college and the highest level of the NFL, the, the, the separation between a good head coach and these coordinators that are coordinator only is like the size of the Grand Canyon. Uh, you have repeatedly pointed out you're not a Brandon Staley guy. How much of what happened yesterday is on him? Well, I just think over the last two years, and I, you know, even if you want to throw last year out because their personnel wasn't as good as this year, teams have been able to run on them. And when you can run on another team, you can, especially when you have a high-level operation, Pete's like, I know Russell and Russell's contingent thinks Pete's the village idiot, but you know, in my adult life, you know, I'm not, I've just turned 38, so basically since I was in high school, Pete has been winning and he's been winning big. So it's pretty clear he knows what he's doing. He likes to run the ball. And when he can run the ball, whether it's at USC or whether it's at Seattle, he's going to win. And he ran the ball. Like Kenneth Walker, I was thinking about this before we hopped on because I, I thought I bet this game was going to come up. I don't know what percentage he deserves of Mel Tucker's $95 million extension, but, you know, you could argue that's 25 30%, <laughs> right? I mean, he was – because Michigan State now, last time I checked, they suck. Stink. And he, he's a really good player. And Pete's, you give Pete a good running back, Reggie Bush, Lindell White, uh, obviously Marshawn, and now this guy, he could kick your butt. And for whatever reason, Brandon Staley cannot stop the run. And every time I looked up yesterday, they're just controlling the clock, running the ball down their throat. Like, it's people just in general, right? If you're a Mahomes or you're a Josh Allen guy, well, they have a top-five quarterback. Like, yeah, I, I just – I'm sorry. If you watch Justin Herbert, like, I, I, I'm not saying he's perfect and he's not playing maybe at, like, the Mahomes-Allen level, but th- their issue has been defense. I mean, they gave up 37 points. Now, Seattle is humming, but – and here's the other thing about the Chargers – you know, you're from Southern California, and I went to Cal Poly that was like 50-50. A lot of guys from Northern California and a lot of guys from Southern California. And the people from San Diego love the Chargers. And they had, they did have something. And in L.A. now, these games are just, when they play there, are just, they're lifeless. They, they might as well, depending on who you're playing, like if you give them a Pittsburgh or a Packers or the Niners, it's going to turn into a home game for the opponent. And it's just that that's a bigger picture thing, but when you fact like that hurts your defense, right? I mean, when you go on the road to New Orleans, to Kansas City, to Buffalo, like it gets loud. Now that Seattle's good. Like that that's should Philly, like that should be an advantage. And they have absolutely zero advantage. Like it just it's non existent. And then for whatever reason, you know, kinda like the Dennis Allen, Brandon Staley thing, the difference is we have evidence. Like Dennis Allen and and uh Todd Bowles had been head coaches before, Brandon sure. hadn't. My, my thing with Brandon Staley was he had a meteoric rise, right? He had come from a small, small school, and just Vic Fangio hired him. And within like five and a half years, he's a head coach in the NFL. You know, that's, that's a pretty quick jump. It's one thing if, you know, it's five years, but you had been in the NFL for a while as a position coach and even coached at like, you know, bounced around at Alabama, UCLA or whatever. Like, this guy was at John Carroll, which – I don't necessarily think that just because you're at a smaller school doesn't mean you can't coach, but there are the way to, the operations in the NFL work are just so much different, and the Chargers in general are, are just kind of a different operation sometimes with their uh, their ownership. So it's it's not going well. Like I, I'm kicking myself because I was like, oh, they're a lock to make the playoffs because they have too much talent. Well, one thing we just know with the Chargers now for the last couple decades, the, the talent is somewhat irrelevant, right? I mean, it's just like they could give you an eight and nine season at a moment's notice, and they could have seven Pro Bowlers. Yeah, and and it does seem like every year they have more injuries than everybody else, doesn't it? 
Yeah, the Niners raise their hand, but yeah, I mean they they do get injured a lot. That, what do you in, think? What, in fairness to them, they they typically, at least in my life, have played very physical football. It's not like they're a they have soft players, but they they just they don't have consistently have that much fight in them. Sometimes, like you watch them, you go like, where is it? Like what what is going on here? How are you guys just kind of laying over? What is uh, what's your take on what happened to the Niners yesterday? Well, they kind of ran into a buzzsaw, and you know. I like D'Amico Ryan. He's going to be a head coach one day for sure. He's clearly one of the better young coaches. However. But, so, but, but sometimes, you know, yeah. you got to make some halftime adjustments. And part of their scheme is to get up the field. And when I was with the Eagles, with Andy Reid, they hired Jim Washburn, who, like, uh, patented this thing called the wide nine. You just don't really play the run. You just fly up the field. And when you're winning – it just eviscerates the quarterback. Well, the Niners' defensive line coach, who's one of the best in the league, is basically his was his apprentice for years in Detroit, and he's been awesome for the Niners. But like you, Andy knows because he literally hired the guy that like uh, how to beat up the field. You get the edges, you throw screens. How about at halftime when it's a one point game? Going guys, instead of just Nick <clears throat> Nick Bosa was just flying up the field. Let's take one step like we're going to do that and stop. Maybe like every other play, just to kind of throw them. Di- they refuse to do that. And I listen. I, I'm all for having a philosophical belief as a coach. Like I, I think you need something to fall back on, right? Like Pete Carroll, when when he got fired in the NFL and he went to USC, he like he, he drew a line in the sand. Like he's going to believe in his defense and running the ball. Like I, in Kyle Shanahan, the Shanahan run scheme. But you also like in an individual game have to go. Well, this might not work today, so let's just throw a different pitch. Like, if they're hitting your fastball for home runs, you might want to throw a changeup. And the Niners just refused. And Andy, who is just – I was thinking about this, Doug. Like, in, in my life – now, I, I, I was born in the 80s, but Parcells and LT, Montana and Walsh were just, like, made in football heaven. And, sure. you know, clearly Phil Jackson and Michael were just perfect for each other. Andy Reid and – and Patrick Mahomes, I mean, it just – and yesterday, Patrick, you know, Patrick has bailed them out over the years just because he's a spectacular player like Brett Favre used to do with Holmgren. But yesterday it was just like Andy looks at him like, we got the game plan, we're going to eviscerate them, you just run these plays and we're going to kill them. And Patrick just ran it like Tom Brady would. And it, it was easy. It didn't even look like he was sweating. And they are – they are the perfect – they're the ultimate match. I mean, they really are. Obviously, Josh Allen, to me, is like Mahomes is equal, but his head coach is a defensive head coach. You know, like Andy and Patrick, like, are in the bunker together. Like, Andy's calling the plays, Patrick's running them. And they, they look like they're kind of getting their mojo together, I'll tell you that. Um, okay, help me out with Indy. What does Sam Ellinger bring that Matt Ryan did not? Well, what's a little weird is just a week ago, didn't Matt Ryan throw for like 400 yards and three touchdowns in the game-winning touchdown against the Jags? You know, I think there's a lot of word on the streets, like Jim Irsay, just this is all Jim Irsay, because it doesn't, I would say, follow the playbook of uh, of Chris and Frank. Like, they're not King overreact guy. I do, if you told me that Jim Irsay this morning told them they're, they're doing this, no questions asked, you could defend Jim Irsay. Like, you guys keep signing these quarterbacks. That is one thing if they're like bridge quarterbacks, whatever, like $10 million, $12 million, $8 million. They're like 30 to $35 million, and I just don't think they can play. And we can't beat the Titans who, 
listen, I, I've known John Robinson, their GM, for a long time. I, I mean, I haven't asked him this, but I would have he'd even have to admit, like, this was a transitional year. Like, we didn't think we were just a lock to make the playoffs. And we were, sure. you, you know, we were taking, we had Tannehill's albatross contract. They just kick the Colts' butt every single time they play. Like, it, it is pretty crazy. It, it is just as simple as, like, you know, John Robinson and Mike Vrabel are just superior to Chris Ballard and Frank. And it might be like I think Chris is pretty good. I don't know the guy, but you know he's drafted and signed a bunch of good players. But clearly the coach that he hired, and in fairness, like Josh left him at the altar. But like last year with Frank, you could argue it might have been time to pivot. And by all accounts, he supported him. I don't know. I mean, if I was Chris, and it's it's a crappy part about the business. Like I, I would might start distancing myself from Frank because clearly Frank's in major trouble. Yep, and I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that he fires both guys at the end of the season, right? Don't think it's crazy at all. That's uh, that's the one and only John Middlecoff. Download the Three and Out podcast. Follow him on social media. John, you're the best. I appreciate you. O- Okie State, baby. Not bad. How about that comeback, huh? Uh, Mike Gundy can coach a little, huh? Yeah, I mean, with twos, threes, and some fours, just kitchen sink it. Four and a, four and a half hours. I was like, I had FOMO. I wanted to go to Stillwater this weekend. Had. Uh, had a bunch of kids stuff, one in a dance, other one riding horses, the other one playing basketball, whatever, didn't go. And I'm like, man, I don't know, four and a half hours in that sun, I would have been cooking, especially if I had some libations before. So good yeah. good when your alma mater wins, always. Just watch the drone video. You'll be good. Yeah, the drone video is good. Appreciate it. John Middlecoff joining us. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Breeders' Cup championships are coming to Keeneland. This November 4th and 5th, your score is calling. Watch and wager on 14 championship races with full international fields and even bigger payouts. Learn more at breederscup.com slash 2022. Place your bets now at tvg.com. Let's get to a game. Game This is game time. Buyer. Game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. Dan Buyer, what do you got, my man? Doug, the game today is... Big deal, little deal, no deal. All right. Uh, a little NFL and then a bunch of other stuff in uh, different spots. Big deal, little deal, or no deal, Doug. That Panthers interim head coach Steve Wilkes says P.J. Walker would start this week against Atlanta, even if Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold are cleared. That feels like a big deal. That's a big deal, right? You have two, the number one overall pick and the third overall pick in the NFL draft and P.J. Walker... But P.J. Walker balled out, and they won. You know, I guess play the hot hand. Amazing from where they were a week ago against the Rams. Amazing. Yes. The offense needed a walker against the Rams. They were so inept. Uh, Big deal, little deal, or no deal. Michigan head football coach Jim Harbaugh called Penn State head coach James Franklin the, quote, ringleader, end quote, of the scuffle between the squads more than a week ago in the tunnel at Michigan Stadium. Yeah, it means he was he was talking. Yeah, there was there was this. The teams kind of got because there's only one tunnel. But this is this isn't this past Saturday. This is now over a week ago that this uh, this has happened. 
So, uh, big deal, little deal, or no deal? I think it's a no deal. It's it's kind of like the you remember the Devontae Adams thing, right? Where there was like, oh, the NFL is reviewing, and they've already played another game. They already played another game. They're not suspending him for anything. So, yeah, you know, we move on. Uh, Doug, big deal, little deal, or no deal that the Big Ten is sticking with football divisions for next season, and then we'll create a new model when USC and UCLA join in 2024, according to The Athletic. Um, uh, no deal for next year, but it's going to be a big deal, whatever they decide, how they how they do the scheduling. Because, you know, you're going to have years when you run into, like, there'll be a team that goes, like, got to play USC, Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State, Ohio State, like, um okay, how am I going to actually win a football game? <laughs> yeah, I'm curious. I'm curious to see if they'll go to the pods like has been uh, talked about in the SEC. Mm-hmm. And who knows if it'll even be 16, could be more. A big deal, little deal, or no deal, Doug, that Zion Williamson is dealing with a bruised hip early in the season after a tough fall in their game against the Jazz. I'm going to say little deal um, because they're playing well, he's playing well, and you just want to be cautious. But you just fell on your hip. It's not. That's not like a – I don't understand why that keeps you out. That's, I guess, my question. That part is a big deal, a mentality deal of, hey, he needs to play through some stuff. If he's not going to be injured by it, right? If you have a bruised hip, it's not going to cause you to tear your knee or your ankle, you know? I don't understand the not playing because of it. He's that, a, That's the only big deal. He's questionable for tomorrow's game against Dallas because of that injury. All right, uh, now on to baseball. Big deal, little deal, or no deal that the shortest odds for the World Series is for the Astros to beat the Phillies in six. Shortest odds are the most likely thing to happen or the least likely thing to happen? I, I think the, the most likely. I, I apologize if I got the term wrong, but best no, odds. I, th- I think you did. I just okay. want to make sure. Yeah. Um, I would say that's a uh, is a big deal, little deal, or no deal. Yes, little deal. Okay, little deal. Um, Astros are the best team. They have a World Series experience. They they have home field as well, right? Yeah, it's actually it's plus three fifty for the Astros to win in six, plus three seventy five for them to win in seven, plus five fifty for them to win in five. And, and then the Phillies are uh, plus 600 for the Phillies to win in six. Yeah. What else you got? If, uh, Philly sweep is uh, right now 14 to one. Uh, how about this? Big deal, little deal, or no deal that Bryce Harper had his moment in uh, game five on Saturday. Did you see his his lips? Uh, the, did, did you read his lips when he was in the dugout? No. I'll send it to you. He's like, I can't believe I just did that. Oh, really? Yeah, it was so that cool. That was yesterday. I mean, uh, Sunday, not Saturday, but Sunday. That was so cool. Um, I mean, like, look, Bryce Harper's a guy who we've been told how good he is, and now he's he already lived up to it with the MVP, and now he's living up to it even more. Um, so I think that was a big deal, though. That was a an unbelievable moment, not just in Philly history, but in world in, in championship series baseball. That was remarkable. That's a big deal. Finally, Doug, big deal, little deal, or no deal that the guy who caught Aaron Judge's 60-second home run ball in Texas now vacationing with his wife in the Mediterranean. Is that a big deal, little deal, or no deal? His wife's a former uh, Bachelor uh, contestant. Hockey. Wait, wait, uh, who's, who's vacation with his wife in the... The guy who caught Aaron Judge's 60-second home run ball. TMZ had an article about it. So that I think he, they he's vacationing on that money. Yeah. Oh, they already have money. But yeah, but it sure looks like he is. You just bring that ball with you everywhere you go, like, <laughs> like you you wear like a, a gold, like one of those big gold rope wrap chains, you know, and then you just have like a 
a ball in the glass encasement as your pen, uh, pen, pen pendant. And that's game time. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Any first responder will tell you, you never try and beat a train. If you're breaking, it can take a mile for a train to come to complete stops. When you come to a rail crossing stop, trains can't paid for by NHTSA. Coming up next live from the Tyrac.com studio. What's going on with the Buccaneers? If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.